welcome back to the podcast. I'm here this week with J.C. Escudero. He's a renowned and respected pool builder in the Los Angeles area. He's a Genesis 3 graduate. He's a verified water shape professional uh, by Water Shape University. And uh, J.C., tell us a little bit more about yourself. How did you get to where you are today? Hi, Dave. Uh, thanks for the invite. Uh, well, I'm J.C. Escudero. Uh, I was born in Mexico, actually, and uh, I hold three nationalities. I've been pretty much all over the world. My family lived in Europe for a long time. So when I came back to the States, uh, that was right after 9-11, oh. I, brought, I said, it's time to go home. So uh, things were uh, going good. I had a daughter, my wife, and... Uh, here in the United States, my son was born. So they're 10 years apart, my daughter and my son. And uh, I live in LA. I work out of LA. We are a family-owned business. And that's how we really started 12 years ago. Yeah, so my company is J Designs Pool and Spa. I'm based out of Los Angeles. I work and uh, live in that area. Uh, well, the reason why I got to here is because I used to work uh, in the industry as a superintendent for a large builder uh, in Southern California. And I got basically just thrown into the industry with no knowledge, go to this, go to that, and as a superintendent. And then after you know, a couple of years, you start to learn, you start to pick up all these things, but yet you're a tradesman. Uh, so there's a missing link in the industry at the time and uh, Genesis filled up that gap and uh, all the uh, um, classes and studying uh, besides uh, transitioning, you know, from working for someone to a pool builder. Now, uh, how many pools did they did you build when you were? Well, when I was a superintendent for this company, we used to excavate about 30 pools a month. Oh, wow. So there were a large number of pools, and at times we had easily 65 to 75 pools open uh, any given month. So, so you were running all over the place. We were running all over the place, yeah, miles and miles all over. Uh, we had uh, four or five pools in the same street sometimes. That helped. Oh, that's nice. So, yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was fun, but at the same time was out of control. So... Getting everything and getting the education and getting uh, into learning how to do things properly was just crucial. Uh, we basically had not enough hands, not enough people we could find, not even hire them because right. they were not available. Which is a problem that still kind of exists today. It, it is, and I think it's pretty much everywhere. Yeah, uh, There's a lot of lack of understanding how all, all these works of tradesmen, and, and it's not just a... Uh, the pool guy job, it's not just for the summer. Right, right. Uh, it's right. a career. It's something that you can do very well and earn a very good living out of it. And uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of younger crowds that need to know this and need to happen. I agree with that. Yeah, we need to recruit better. Yes. So, uh, one of the things that you told me earlier that uh, that. Uh, because of that lack of manpower, you actually got thrown un unwillingly kicking and screaming. You got thrown into the service end of things. Exactly. Tell me how that went. Well, uh, it was just just like I said, you know, it's like, well, we had there were some days we were plastering six or seven pools by different contractors. So the next day was 
literally crazy filling them up, turning the waters off, and sometimes the homeowners are not even in town. So there was a lot of uh, things that had to be taken care of. And we all know, you know, it's very crucial. A startup is very crucial when you fill that's up a pool. Yeah, that's everything. The plaster, it's like baby skin. So it needs to be taken care of and you can't use anything too aggressive. And, you know, you have to balance the water right away. Uh, so I started doing the startups because we were shorthanded. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it started to, you know, come to me that, but I don't know anything about it. Why am I doing this? Uh, so I had the need to learn. I had the need to learn. So the first thing I, I did is turn around and uh, looked at the NPC mm-hmm. and find the nearest CPO class. Got jumped on into it. And uh, from that point on, my life changed because I knew exactly what I was doing, how it was supposed to be done, what not to do. So important. There's many don'ts in a poll that That's true. most people Very don't true. know. And uh, to start by, you know, checking the house water. How do you know if it is already aggressive yeah. and it's going to tear up your plaster and you didn't do anything to it? And how long ago was this at that? This was uh, about 22, 23 years ago. And that's a good point about the tap water because Southern California tap water has changed drastically from that time until now. It used to be, we always thought we had really hard water. We had high calcium hardness and we were always fighting that, fighting scale and other problems. Now, LA tap water is extremely low calcium. You've got exactly. very aggressive water going into the pool. Actually, it comes in kind of balanced on the LSI, right. but the minute you compensate for the high pH, then all if you don't do it all right at the right time, right. You've got a uh, a real problem on your hands. So that's it, as a builder, I, I highly commend you for uh, taking that step and knowing it, studying uh, studying all the pool service end of things. I take it didn't lure you into that end of the business. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's what how we got just jumped into it and and got you know all that learning curve went through that and. There were just so many pools that we were doing, so I had to practice a lot. I had yeah. a lot of pools to practice with, mm-hmm. and um, uh, luckily they're all nice. <laughs> yeah, some went sour. There's always, you know, reason with cements and everything. Yes, we went in Southern California. Also, a big period of time where cementous surfaces were just really bad materials that that hit the industry overall in general and plaster companies. A lot of them went down under just because they couldn't take material shortages yeah. and exactly. sourcing from different places. And yes, so yeah. that's something that is very tricky. Uh, as a builder now, I'm at any stage, at every stage with my pools, especially the plaster. I need to know what they're mixing, what is not, and I document everything. Uh, I have to do the chemistry. I have to check everything. I even do it, and I have a good relationship with a lot of pool guys, pool service companies as well. And uh, we both, you know, come together and do the do the work and get the pool going. Right. Well, that's exactly what I wanted to talk with you about, uh, because we, we've been talking about the relationship between pool builders and pool service companies. And a lot of times that is a relationship that's we're more at odds than I think we should be. Um, there's a certain amount of distrust and misunderstanding between the two. And uh, it sounds to me like you've 
you've uh, kind of conquered some of those things. And so I'd like to um, really, really talk about how we do that. Um, what as a builder are you looking for when you align yourself with a service company? Right. Well, it's, it's a very good point. The first thing, I have to build that relationship. So I have to know uh, who's going to come to the pool and who I'm having a relationship with. Uh, how, as a builder, I have to also set my grounds and tell them, look, on this pool we have this material. This should be done. Uh, overall, you're going to take over, and we're still working together. My client's still my client. And um, as we discussed earlier also, we have a lot of uh, client-homeowner relationship, and they put in a lot of money into it. I put in a lot of time into these pools as well, yeah. from designing, from everything so we build relationships and that can be years sometimes from the, the germ of an idea till the pool's full of water on some of these big properties yeah, especially in is. la uh can be years exactly a lot of the times uh the house has been built simultaneously so we have to step back and wait for the you know for the stucco guy to finish before yeah. we get into our hardscape or put our coping etc so that relationship starts there with a the client right so when i bring uh somebody that i'm recommending it's because I already have a relationship and I want to have him come over and take this pool. Now, Southern California is pretty large, so not all pools are very close. Yeah. So pinpointing who's the best person and who's the best service company for this pool has a lot to do with the client as well. Uh, and sometimes it doesn't work that relationship. Yeah. But we move on and we, we solve the problem. The homeowner is paying, again, a lot of money for this pool. So the relationship and how things need to be done, how to keep a chart, how to monitor this water and keep me updated is crucial. You yeah. got to keep logs. We we have to do it pretty much, you know, by the book. And yeah. that eliminates a lot of the issues. And that's find, finding the right service company that's willing to go through all of those steps uh, is huge. Uh, as, as, a, as a service company and working with uh, high-end builders, builders of your stature, the, the, that's the thing that um, I've come to appreciate about um, you guys is that how much time and energy and blood, sweat, and tears you put into a job over the years. Um, a lot of times we're not told how much the whole project costs, but it, it's any, it can be upwards of a million dollars on some pools. And right. so... Um, we have to be aware of that. Uh, when, when we come in to work with someone like you, uh, it, we have to know that you're our client, right? The homeowner is your client. You are our client. Yes. That, and, that relationship and that, what, what you're mentioning exactly, it's, it's the mutual goal. Yeah. And the pool service company needs to understand that we have already a relationship and uh, a lot of pool pool uh, uh, service technicians pool guys or service companies what i found with them is that uh they think they know a lot mm -hmm. and and to a certain point uh i give them a credit they have a lot of experience they've been you know having their routes for for a long time but they're not keeping up the pace there is a lot more 
educational wise that they need to also understand mm -hmm. uh, the other day i was mentioning uh, uh to a client we're going to have this type of plaster and we're going to do this procedure for the startup i'm going to be there and come over so i can start explaining you what's the equipment how we're going to work it i'll do all the programming for you and we'll tweak it mm -hmm. and then i'll show you what to do here and there he says oh no don't worry i know everything about it i go like well show me you know because it's not the same uh just coming in and sweeping a pool than keeping this plaster he's never heard of. Mm -hmm. Well, like, well, you need to see and feel it and touch it. If you don't know what type of material it is, how are you going to fix it? Or, I mean, how are you going to maintain the water properly and balancing right. it? So that relationship, uh, it's going to be, at the end of the day, in benefit of the client. Because I will look good with my client because I told him two years before we started the project, right. Uh, this is what I'm doing. This is how I'm doing it. This is what's happening when we put water in. And uh, and this is going to be Joe that is going to come in. And he's going to take care of all these things. Oh, okay, great. And then all of a sudden, we're filling up the pool with water. And your customer comes out and says, where's Joe? Yeah. We're like, um, well, we had a problem with Joe. I can't do that. Yeah. We have to have a good relationship. And that benefits everyone. In having that communication and that level of expertise that I can transmit also to the pool service technician, I think is crucial. If I was gonna say anything to the, the pool service techs who, once you break into that level of pool, that we're talking about the estate pools and the, the, the bigger, more complex projects, when you find a builder that's willing to give you those accounts don't let go. Don't be Joe. Don't be worse at the end of the project. Where's Joe? But the one thing that I really, uh, that helps me immensely, and, and uh, it's happened on a, on a number of pools that I've gotten from uh, the estate builders, is to get on the job as early as possible. Um, to see the job, see some things as they're going in, not just to wait till the, okay, the pool's full of water, get over here. But to be able to really kind of plan out and wrap my mind around you know, some of these pools have multiple pump systems, multiple filters, multiple heaters. Mm -hmm. um, tying all that together into a into an automation system and how are we going to program it, how are we going to set it up, mm -hmm. um, is is a process. It, you yes. don't just sit there and do that in one sitting. And so um, I, I've I've always appreciated. Number one, it's just fun to see. You know, a pool as it goes in right. when you're on the service end of things. And the other thing is just be able to have, you know, when it when there's finally water going into the pool, you're not scrambling to try and understand everything that's there. Exactly. That's a really good point. Uh, not not too, uh, not too long ago, I had a company that, a uh, service company that I referred to a client. I introduced them and everything, and everything went well. And... Uh, I set all the electronics and the timers and everything, and I told them just keep keep this spa wall wet as soon as the sun comes up until mm -hmm. the sun comes down. Well, there's there's a construction uh, explanation to that, and right. there's this style. It's going to require that. Uh, we took so much care designing it and putting this water feature as a spa to run all day so the client can see it. Right. Not only that. I'm also avoiding a lot of problems, a lot of right. things that I know there's, the sun is going to hit that tile. Yeah. It's going to create calcium. It's going to create all kinds of other, you know, water stains. 
yeah. that they're not related to the actual water chemistry. They're just normal minerals in water. And a lot of the times, uh, they may not understand that part of the explanation, so they come in and they change the timers. And now my spine is not running, and it's getting all these watermarks because the sun is hitting it, and the tile, when you touch it, is 130 degrees. Yeah, vanishing and edge pools, yeah. vanishing edge walls. It's, it's highly crucial. Because like you say, when the sun is beating directly on that wall, it can be well over 100 degrees yes. on the surface of that tile. Right behind that is very cool pool water. Yeah. And that temperature differential can be 40, 50 degrees or more. Exactly. And so it's crucial that when the sun's beating down there that we've at least got that pool water trying to cool the, yes. the surface down. And that communication that just happened you know, between the service guy and if he didn't understand the communication, what I wanted to have, well, he just created a problem with a client. So that's no good for him and it's no good for me. Right. So that, that communication relationship and how the job needs to be handled, it's very important. Or at least for, for a good part of the beginning. You know, if things change, there's also things that you may adapt yeah. as a future. We're not clairvoyants and we don't have to revision, so I cannot read the future either. Sure. But climate conditions may change. The water may change. We may have some, some things to adjust. Yeah. But they will be just that, adjustments. And that's what your client is expecting because I told him that two years ago. And that's where Joe comes in and can do the things right, right. for both. And see... Going, again, going back to the, the idea of running the water on a vanishing edge wall, by, by changing that, uh, the pool service person just created enormous problems for himself as well because that, that grout's going to shrink. You're going to start to get efflorescence behind it. Oh, They're going to work efflorescence at the edges because water's going to do what water does, which is leave, evaporate and leave stuff behind. Yes. So he's, by not listening to you, has created himself a nightmare because it always comes back to, well, the pool guy's not scrubbing hard enough. That's why <laughs> this is building up. I've heard that many times. Yeah. And so um, that's where I think it's crucial for, for a, a pool service technician to educate himself and understand the whys and wherefores of this. Absolutely. And a lot of times it's the customer asking them, hey, my electric bill's killing me. Can and these are people with unlimited funds yeah. pretty much. But they're still, they'll look at an electric bill and go, can we trim a hundred bucks off it? Um, but you have to be able to, as the pool service professional, have the understanding of, yeah, sure, I can run it whenever you want to run it, but here's going to be the end result. This is mm -hmm. what I know. This is what JC, the builder, told me. If you have any questions, you can call him. But that's where you develop that synergy between each other. Right not throwing each other under the bus, working together. Yeah. And it all comes from understanding, from kind of yeah. at least knowing enough about each other's realm of knowledge mm -hmm. so that you can be uh, both telling the customer the same set of facts. Exactly. Being proactive, that's why it's been the key key yeah. factor, I should say. And uh, that, that communication that the, I have and the trust I give him it's like, you can call me anytime. Tell me what's wrong. Yeah. I mean, I can access these automated systems from a house. So I can tweak it for you. Just mm -hmm. tell me what you need yeah. and or what the client wanted. And he didn't call me. He didn't send me an email. He just told you. So yeah. just transfer that information to me. We'll fix it. We'll, we'll get that organized. We meet clients' expectations. And, and uh, we're going to meet together. Yeah, you know expectations. And, and that's just it. You're giving, giving, yeah. the, it's a better end result for the client. 
Yeah. Uh, it's two people working in their behalf, not and just... You, also, you know, a lot of the times, the, the service technician may not have the answer. So can you still call me? Yeah. I tell him, the first thing you see wrong, the first thing you have an, uh, an issue, a question, uh, oh, oh, something warranty, there's a, a seal that, you know, may be pinched while we were in building it. And it might be now dripping a little bit. Mm -hmm. Stuff like that. Just give me a call. Don't don't go knock on the door and say, oh, your pool is leaking. Well, no, it's, you know, this is something that is right. normal. It's resolved and it doesn't cause any uh, any, any issue. Or the pipes when they're laying in the ground. Yes, <laughs> that happens too. That happens too. I had a, I had a client that uh, just decided to, he had a, we had an eight foot pool out of the ground and we had the equipment right next to uh, uh, basically below the pool, the infinity. And uh, he decided to, instead of putting just, you know, a ground cover like we suggested it, no, he decided to put some tomato plants. So he was grabbing on the stakes and going right through it. And we have an eight foot vessel that it's on top of us just draining out. <laughs> There's no way to stop the leak oh, man. because it's going down the hill. Yeah. There's no valve because the pools are already in the ground. So the, we have valves at the equipment, but we didn't have them on the ground because it's a trench. Yeah. So that communication is so important, so crucial. The pool guy is going like, what are you doing here, Mr. Jones? Oh, we're going to, my wife and I decided to put, you know, a tomato, you know, field here. It's like, well, I think you should check with JC. I mean, you have a lot of pipes here and, and things, so maybe you shouldn't. Which is another advantage to uh, the pool service man seeing the pool. Exactly. Knowing where, where the pipes buried, where yes. the, you know, we're understanding the whole pool yes. as a system. Exactly. And there's a lot of technology that comes into place. There's a lot of technology that's coming to place now as the pools get more complicated. Yes. So they're, they're getting intricate and there's a lot more uh, places where issues can arise on service. Mm. So we want to avoid that. We want to have that communication and that report. Yeah. That just, you know, ultimately he's servicing more pools for me. Because I'm going to keep giving him work, like you said. Yeah. You know, uh, there's there's plenty of work coming. So there's going to be plenty of work that can go to your route as well. Yeah. And eventually he can grow his business as well. You know, put more routes, put more guys, etc. Yeah. Train them, get them educated. So overall, you know, it's a win-win situation. Right. And that's, uh, you bring up the point of education. I think that's that's the real key. Pools are getting more and more complex. There's more and more things, accessories, uh, components of a pool becoming available to do things that weren't possible even a few years ago. So it's important that the that you as the builder has to know this so that you can uh, pitch it to the customer, install it properly. If it's on a set of plans, you need to know you need to be competent. But the pool professional the service professional has to keep up too he's he's got to be at the classes learning how to how these things are installed how they're how they work how they're maintained um how to incorporate them with automation you know just how how everything fits and so um i think one of the best things that i did for my business was i went to the genesis 3 basic construction school there's other ones out there. Um, 
the variety. I think PHTA has one. Mm-hmm. It, it used to be ASP, APSP had one. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there's there's new ones coming out. There's some exciting things on the horizon as far as education, but I thought I was going to maybe get into building and remodeling pools, and I got in a handful of projects under my belt, and I decided I hated it. Mm-hmm. My my real love is is the service industry, mm-hmm. and and uh, there are people that are way more qualified that have <laughs> have the financial clout to be able to take on these kind of projects that I didn't have, and so. I, what happened out of that was I met, uh, I got introduced to the upper echelon of, of pool builders and was able to work with them as a service tech. It's the best thing I ever did for my business. It, it put me right where I want to be. I, I, I totally enjoy that. It's so much more fun, engaging, interesting to work on a really a complex estate level pool. Right. I'd rather do one of those pools than do eight stops of little backyard pools, splash and dash. Yes. There's just so much more to keep you mentally engaged, keep you interested. Yes. The level of clientele that you deal with is pretty interesting sometimes. Right. And um, so it, it's uh, it's really good. The the other really good class that I took since I end up servicing a lot of Vanishing Edge pools is uh, Genesis 3 has one taught by Skip Phillips, The Beauty of the Edge. Just Correct. a basic hour and a half pool. But if you're servicing a Vanishing Edge pool, that, that class is worth its weight in gold in helping you understand. You have to take that. Yeah. And it, you, you understand why you want to keep the water flowing over it. You you can answer all those questions. When the, when the builder tells you, this is how I want you to do it, you're like, yeah, okay, I know why. I mean, I'll do it. By the same token, I, I highly admire what you did, taking a CPO class, taking you know basic chemistry, the NPC startup class, um, because you're the kind of builder that I can talk to and you understand my language. Having been to a construction class, I understand most of yours. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, it just really kind of kind of makes for a better relationship, and really, right. that's what everything comes back down to: building a relationship, mutual communication, and trust between a builder and, and a service technician. Yeah. And if, if with both of us um, being able to build that, find the right people, and build it. Now, the other thing about um, going to those classes and kind of crossover classes, you go to construction classes as a builder, you're going to meet other builders and you're going to, you know, you kind of create this little bubble. Same thing as a service tech, you go to chemistry classes and uh, service oriented classes Mm -hmm. at at a trade show. There's a little bubble of service people. And, but to, to kind of do that crossover, you're going to meet the people to talk to. Even if it's a national show and you meet somebody from across the country, you got somebody you can call if you've got a question. Hey, my service guy telling me this, you know, is it, what do you think about that? So the more that we can, you know, kind of build that crossover, understand each other's challenges and um, work together to find ways to solve them. uh, I, I think that's, that's a, uh, going to go a long way towards taking this industry to where it needs to be yes. in terms of professionalism and, I, and the way we're perceived by right. homeowners. And that exactly, I think it's it's the highlight uh, and the where the industry 
is going, everything is evolving. And, and now we have uh, all these tools and all these communication tools. Now we have iPhones. I mean, uh, <laughs> I, I didn't even have a camera, you know, have the projects we built. Right. And they were not documented. Yeah. Um, so now having all these tools and all these relationships that you can build and you can come together. And like you say, the bridge of education, it's huge. Mm-hmm. Uh, has to happen. It has to work together. Uh, that's the only way things work. Uh, you know, the uh, uh, if if you go to the doctor, well, the doctor is going to tell you, well, you need test, lab test, and you're going to need X-rays. So there's other two specialities. So it's the same on the pool industry. Mm-hmm. We have all these specialities around too, uh, but they all communicate. They all work together. Yeah, I've never right. seen a, a doctor bashing another one. You know, in the middle of the ER. Well, same thing when you're inside the pool and you, you're talking, you know, all this. So the, the education program is going to teach you what to do, what not to do, what should be done, and exactly the how to elevate the standard, how right. to elevate your work. How Also, how can you make more money? Right. Because you're working intelligently. So you're working towards a goal. And you're not just working backwards, you know, trying to either impress a homeowner or trying to do a better job or wanting to collect more money. But if you show the homeowner you have, a, you're you're gaining a status, showing him that this is how it's done. Oh, this is how JC said that you had a log, that you're keeping things going. Uh, that also relieves completely, uh, you know, all the uh, uh, pressure, and I can also work better, make more pulls, and don't deal with all the stuff. Yeah, I don't need to. Once go you turn a pool you. over, you still have your interest in yes. it. Uh, you still want to know how things are going with it, but you don't have to. You don't have that worry. By reducing that tension between the the builder and the service, yes, you the homeowner can sense these things. Oh yeah. So they relax. They feel good about their purchase. They feel good that it's being maintained and that it's in good hands. They can they can trust it. So that they can just relax and enjoy what they spent all that money on. And you didn't have to sell anything. Yeah. And you already were served on a, on a platter. Here's yeah. the pool. Just do this and do that. And we're good. Yeah. So it, it works on both ends. And that education, uh, like you said, is very important. All the trade shows have classes. All the trade uh, shows have people very interesting, like you say, from other parts of the country. I have great relationship with builders uh, like that just because we were in the same place and taking the same class mm-hmm. and they have different conditions. They do different types of materials and uh, we learn from each other. Yeah. And and that's key. Learning from each other it just brings the industry uh, uh, standard, you know, level higher, also a better relationship. And ultimately the client wins. You know, yeah. he has a better pool, something he's going to enjoy. He's going to recommend you. And you want to be recommended. This is an industry that works like that. It's not an industry that we uh, we advertise on the newspaper. Uh, hardly everybody, anybody gets a newspaper now these days on a driveway. Yeah. Uh, you know, so everything is, you know, on the Internet and they find you on the Internet and they're looking for someone on the Internet. Yeah. Same thing or referral. with the service. Referrals are huge. Exactly. And, and uh, most of these level of pools, you're not going, as a service company, you're not going to solicit these companies or these customers rather by sticking a flyer in their mailbox. 
Right. You're, they they want to know who's coming on board. Yes. And and so the like you said, hand it to you on a platter. If if you can, as a service company, you want to get into that level of work. Um, developing a relationship with a good with a good high end builder, a quality builder, is crucial. I think. This has been uh, uh, really uh, uh, an enlightening conversation. I hope it, it helps people uh, in the service end of things and in the builder end of thing, right. things to give them something to think about and uh, build, think about their relationships. It's really all about making the client happy. Yeah. Why not have two people working toward that goal than, exactly. than two people thinking they're doing it and pulling in opposite directions? Exactly. It's the same industry. Yeah. Thank you, Dave, for the invite. It's really, really fun. This has been a pleasure. It's yeah. nice to get to know you. Same. Thank Thanks. you.